0: Ryan Ross.
1: Thank you, Sid. Today I'm Messianna Vision. Our guest is Apostle Guillermo Maldonado, and I know you've heard his name before. He's been on our show several times. And Apostle, it's great to have you again.
2: Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for having me. It is a great honor for me to be with you.
1: Apostle, one of the things uh, as a pastor I'm sure you've heard many, many times over the years is— uh, Apostle, what is the call of God in my life? How do I know what God's will is? What do I do to find out my purpose in life? And and you wrote this brand new book called Created for Purpose, and it was incredible how you took everybody from start to finish and how they can know God's plan and purpose and will and destiny for their life. And if you could just go right into it and and talk about what does it mean to be created for purpose?
2: Well, well, you know, a very good question, Ryan. Uh, you know, traveling in uh, about 70 countries, I see that one of the most uh, the, the the most needed message is the message on purpose, uh, because that's what we see when when people don't know the purpose. There's no reason for them to live, and uh, we have seen a number of people committing suicide. Uh, We have seen so many people that death is more attractive than life because they their life has have no sense, has no meaning, has no direction, and um, they always ask this question: Okay, what is the reason of my existence? And those the audience that are listening, there are thousands of people saying, Yeah, what is the reason of my existence? That's what purpose is. If we define purpose, purpose is the original intent why something or somebody was created. And God created somebody, God created everyone with a purpose. As a matter of fact, God never creates anything without purpose. He always creates uh, a purpose with a person or something with purpose. And purpose means the original intent. What was in God's heart uh, before we came to earth? Before we were human beings, we were spirit beings. And that's what the Bible says. We were created before the foundation of the world. In the spirit dimension, God created us, and everything God created in the spirit dimension has a purpose. And that's why you see so many people struggling today and with their identity, Ryan. That, that they say, yeah, I don't know who I am. Uh, and, and that's what I, we have today, identity crisis because they don't know who they are and they define for anything what people say
1: and, yes sir and then you talk about listen you everybody out there needs to know it doesn't matter wh- how you came to this earth you are not an accident uh, god has a plan for you before the foundations of the world you teach in your book that you were in the mind of god and i love this you talk about you're already a finished product with purpose and destiny
2: Yes, as a matter of fact, there are three types of, of purposes, if we can put it that way. Number one, a natural purpose. Natural purpose is what somebody wants to be and wants to do in life, and is based on ambition. In other words, if somebody said, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a businessman, well, that is, that is right. That is the natural purpose. That's what I call your profession. Whatever the people wants to be and wants to do, that's what their natural purpose. Number two, in the natural purpose, you don't need the power of God. You don't need the anointing to fulfill it because it's in it's natural. Now, there's a divine purpose. That is the purpose that I'm talking about, is given by God and only through the anointing. You have to have the power to fulfill it because that divine purpose Was given by God. Only God can have the power to fulfill it. And three is what I call the eternal purposes of God in the mind of God. God created us, He finished us in His mind. And any time on time that He sees where we start, no matter what the people are going through now, maybe you're saying, Well, I'm going through sickness, I'm going through oppression, I'm going through divorce. And I don't think God has a purpose with me, but that's not, that's not true. His purpose has not changed. It doesn't matter your circumstance. It doesn't matter what you're going through now, uh, what you have gone through. That doesn't define you because God already, in his eternal purpose, he created you, he finished you, and he's with you. And he will finish what he called you to be and to do.
1: And you talk about that there has to be a process of transformation. I know for anybody who's been saved uh, long enough, they know we uh, what the Bible says, that we move from glory to glory. And you reiterate in your book how we have to be transformed from glory to glory, otherwise we don't fulfill what God's called us to do. What is involved in, in some of the ways of that transformation to get us to our destiny?
2: That's very powerful. You know, the uh, uh, there is one purpose in life, but many processes. So let's define process because for this generation, uh, pastor Ryan, uh, people don't do not want to go through a process. The word process, they try to avoid it. And, and because in the process there's pain and in the process there's sacrifice In those words, this generation, they don't want to hear it. And what is a process? The process, it, when God sends something to the earth, uh, you know, in heaven, there's nothing to be processed. We are processed on the earth because in heaven, everything is finished, is done. There's nothing to be processed. But on the earth, everything God sends to the earth must be processed. But, but this is the point. The point is that process is the steps, is the actions that we do continually in order to comply with destiny and purpose. I'm going to say it again, process, because this is very key. Those people that are listening to me now, and they're saying, uh, I'm I'm going through a process. What does that mean? I am taking steps and action continually because I am going through a goal, through a destiny. I'm going to fulfill my purpose. In other words, if you do not want a process in life, you will not be able to fulfill your destiny. As a matter of fact, you will be disqualified. Hmm. Uh, let, just to give you an example as a testimony, um, uh, uh, Pastor Ryan, um, I went to a church, and I was there for for almost 10 years, and I served in every department of that ministry except praise and worship. But all the departments I served, I served the people, I parked cars. I did so many things because— That was my first process. Every time God wants to enter you in a new season, he will put you through a process. Because you just mentioned it, Ryan, in the question. Because the the purpose of process is to form and transform your character for you to be a carrier of the glory of God. In other words... If you're not processed to uh, carry the weight of the presence of God, it would be hard to sustain a move of God. It would be hard to sustain the presence of God. In other words, character, if God makes the character of a man before he makes his ministry. Mm. And that's the important process because people don't see it. They didn't even discern it. They said, "Oh, you know, I, I, I just, I just want to fill a stadium. I just, I just want to be famous. I just want to have success. But if I give you um, success handed to you and a plate, could you sustain success? If I handed to you, for example, successful in success in finances or success in ministry or uh, success in any area in politics and government?" And you said today, "Well." Uh, can you sustain that? Well, if you've never been processed for, you will never sustain that thing. That's what uh, thats what I can tell you. Lots of people are now saying, well, I can't sustain this because it's too much. They've never been processed for it.
1: And Apostle, you talk about in that process, and for those who are listening, by the way, in his brand new book, he goes from uh, step by step by step and how you can go through the process, no matter if you're called to preach in stadium crusades or or to be a stay-at-home mom or run a business. Uh, we all have to go through these processes. And one of the process that you uh, uh, really lay out in the book is that the process has to purify us. What do you mean by that?
2: Okay, purify, uh, because uh, Ryan, in our spirit, we pick up uh, mixtures, What do you mean mixtures? Mixtures is a little bit of God, a little bit of the devil, a little bit of the flesh, a little bit of us. And holiness means purity. And if you want to be a carrier of the presence and the glory of God, we must be purified. In other words, impurities in our spirit. For example, when I prophesied, if my spirit is not pure, my intention is, has mixtures. In other words, I, I want to do it for God, yes, but I want to do it for myself, too. And there's a lot of people over there in, in the world and in the church uh, having a lot of mixtures, and God wants to uh, remove those contaminations. You are contaminated for association. You are contaminated for um, uh, alliances that you do. Uh, people that are not pure in their motives and what they do for God, and you become contaminated. For example, a person that has his own for forgiveness and bitterness can contaminate you.
1: In fact, Apostle, you have a story about that. You were ministering one time in, in your church, and the Spirit of God led you to call people who were sick to be prayed for. Before you actually prayed, something the Lord showed you happened. What was that?
2: Okay. Yeah. You know, the Lord said their heart, their sickness is connected to their heart. Mm. And then He said, I'm gonna show you how those people they have unforgiveness. And the Lord said, uh, how their heart because they're bitter, they have unforgiveness. That's what they had uh, arthritis. They have uh, blindness. They have deafness. And and what the moment I let those people, I let them to forgive. Every person, I mean, ran to the altar testifying, I'm healed, I'm healed. In other words, when they forgave the people, persons, of, of things, in that moment, they, they 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 were healed. There's a lot of people right now uh, listening to me, Ryan, and I feel there's a, a pastor's wife. Um, he left your home. Uh, he was unfaithful to you, and you've been so bitter and hurt. But the Lord is releasing his presence upon you now. As a matter of fact, I hear lots of people with unforgiveness in their heart. And I see somebody that is even a bitter against God. People that are bitter against God and say, God, why you took this person away from me? Why I lost this? Uh, don't blame God. God is perfect. At the end of the day, we have to take responsibility. So I release, and I, I release forgiveness upon those people that are listening to me now. And I, I see a lot of people with arthritis, uh, something in their bones, a lot of pains in their bones. Uh, Julia, Julia, um, you've been with arthritis in your hands. Your hands are twisted and God is releasing right healing in your body in Jesus mighty name right now right now father in the name of jesus i um, i see a lot of people with a lot of uh, pain in their in their back and their bones as a matter of fact i see scoliosis i see uh, i see uh, crooked bones uh, now being stricken in the name of Jesus, be strengthened in the name of Jesus, every spirit of sickness in your body and your bones, I commend them to go in Jesus' name, and those that have' them forgiveness, I want you to open your mouth, maybe you're driving, maybe in your office, maybe you're in your home, you could say, "Father, I forgive." Uh, every person that hurt me, I forgive every person that, that, that do, did harm to my body, to my soul, right now in Jesus' name. Forgive, 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 forgive. Kia, there's a woman by the name Kia. Kia, you've been um, contemplating, you've been in, in to- a total depression. I see that you've been in depression for so long. But the Spirit of God is is delivering you now. There's a lot of oppression in your mind. In Jesus' mighty name, be delivered, be healed. Amen. Amen. Ryan, I needed to flow there. I, I, I perceive a lot of people with unforgiveness.
1: You know, right before you said that, Apostle, started ministering to people, I had, was feeling that same thing. A lot of people are going to be helped through this because the reason why they're not uh, getting to their purpose and destiny is because of these things that need to be purified, like you talk about in your book. And along with that, you talk about how we are anointed for purpose. And I love this because God doesn't tell you to do something and He doesn't anoint you and give the supernatural ability to do it, no matter if you're called to play baseball or run a business or preach the gospel. Uh, you you teach that we're anointed for purpose. Where, where and when and how does that anointing come in and start to, take over uh, and intersect with the purpose on our life?
2: That's a very good question. I think there are two key chapters in my book. I would I would say that the first key chapter is process. Uh, process is the key in everything, um, you know, and this generation tried to avoid that process. But the second chapter is the anointing, is anointed for purpose. What does that mean? Somebody said, yeah, but my natural purpose is to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, or to help people, to children. Well, if it's a natural purpose, you have to do it in your own ability, in natural. But if it's God's purpose, you need to be anointed. The word anointed means to be supernaturally empowered with divine ability to do the impossible. I'm going to say it again. Uh, To be anointed means uh, to be supernaturally empowered uh, with divine ability to do the impossible. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 and 7, he said, go heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead. He never said pray for the sick. He never said uh, pray for the dead people. He said, go heal them. The question is, how are you going to heal them? And as a natural man, we can't because only God can heal. But that's the reason he has given you. Those that are are hearing me and listening to me now, uh, he has given you the, the power. The anointing is nothing more than the power of God to do the impossible. And so he said, go heal the sick, go raise the dead you know, like raise the dead, like, and how do you do that? Well, I don't know how to do it. I don't have the ability. I, don't, I can't cure anything. Only Jesus can do it. And he has given me his power. And I cannot fulfill my purpose. You cannot fulfill your purpose unless you are anointed. And the anointing comes from God. There's a lot of preachers today a lot of preachers Ryan that they do in their ministry and they doing it because the criteria for ministry is not the anointing their criteria is that they finish uh, the bible school the university the criteria in other words the supernatural anointing is not their their criteria So the question is, how do you do ministry? When somebody comes to you with cancer, what are you going to answer? How are you going to do it? You need the power of God. When somebody said, well, I got two months to live, what are you going to do? So today they do it with charisma, Mm -hmm. do it with a natural abilities, And that's where you see a lot of entertainment in the church. Because when you don't have the supernatural power, you will entertain people. And and you will pacify the needs of the people.
1: And that's what I've always enjoyed about your ministry, uh, Apostle, and I've known you for several years now. And you, you're one that you, you always see. Every time I see you, you're, you're always heading somewhere with purpose because you know what you're anointed to do. You know the call on your life. And so that's why I love this book so much. In fact, uh, tell the people at home, if you would, just about what, what they're going to receive from reading your brand new book, Created for Purpose.
2: I think uh, the moment uh, God will reveal His purpose to them. God will reveal. He is the creator of your purpose, and He is the only one that can reveal it to you. The moment you finish reading the book, that purpose will be revealed to you. And number two, you will find fulfillment. In other words, there's a lot of people that are listening to me now, they're not fulfilled. They have a lot of money, they got a good job, they got a nice house. They, they they got a good family but they're still unfulfilled because unless you do the purpose of God, you will always be unfulfilled. So you can get it, I don't know if you can I got the address there, but you can get it everywhere. You get I don't know what you know, any time you can get it everywhere. But your life would be totally changed when you read this book.
1: Now apostle you have a large church and, and your ministry reaches so many and I love what you do there in Florida, how, how your teams just, they they just go reach the lost and in their homes and you're doing so much. And so you literally have thousands of testimonies of people that you raised up, uh, for them to go fulfill the destiny on their lives. But I want to ask you about Liz. We'll call her Liz. She is a nurse in Mexico and things started off really bad for her with her child. Can you tell us that story and how, what she's doing now?
2: Well, you know that she, Liz went to came to our church and before you know she and her husband came and they came to the church and they they you know she went through a lot with her son and and um, and as they come to make the story short, Liz did not. The doctor said your son is deformed. They they say so many things. You know, the doctor with the good intention they say no, it, it's going to be horrible. But one of the, our conferences, they received the impartation and healing. And, and, and later, one year later, they brought their son back. And to have the repeated test and diagnose a mental, uh, his mental retardation, that's what they said. And, and the test results were excellent. In other words, after she came, she was healed. She was, in other words, his brain looked completely normal. And I feel the presence of God, as I'm telling you now. And today is nine years old, and he's a very intelligent child. And and I know a lot of mothers are listening to this, and, and he's never been relapsed, uh, suffering uh, seizures again. So Liz is a surgical nurse in the hospital of Mexico, and now God uses her. And so uh, what is she doing now? God is using her with her purpose. Now she is praying for the people, anoint the people. Uh, she's doing a lot of miracles. People are getting saved and delivered because she got a miracle. She got a hold of the God of the supernatural, God of miracle power of God and that's what I do a lot of people a lot of mothers right now maybe they have down syndrome I've seen hundreds of of a child being healed of children being healed of of down syndrome uh, mental retardation where the doctor said no you you're never going to be a normal kid and and God has done so many miracles so if, the, if that God did it with Liz God can do it with those people that are listening to me now
1: and what I loved about that story is she's using her passion for something that the enemy tried to take her out with. And you're, you talk about that in your book, and you talk about seasons, Apostle Maldonado. You talk about well, there's different seasons that go along with your purpose. And, in fact, uh, I don't know how much you want to elaborate, but uh, there's, you're in a new season, and uh, even though you you know you pastor a church, you, you travel around and preach, and these wonderful meetings that you have, so many people getting saved and healed, but you're also in a new season uh, where you're seeing greater miracles than you've ever seen, and also your political influence has skyrocketed.
2: Yeah, I, I think uh, there's a lot of people—that's a very important question, uh, Ryan, and num- I, let me define what time is and what a season is. God is the God of time and season. The word time means uh, the length of time given by God to us to live on this earth. That's very simple. In other words, but in time, nothing happened. As a matter of fact, time is used by God to process us. Nothing happened. Nothing supernatural happens. Now, season is a length of time marked by special favor and grace is marked by supernatural events. Season and time is not the same thing. Season is a length of time that is marked by supernatural events, by supernatural favor. And I have seen it in my own life. Uh, when I, every time God, before God en- enters me into a new season, He first he processes me. And I have seen in the political arena uh, how, you know, the Lord brought me close to, uh, to President Donald Trump. I'm part of the... Uh, evangelicals for Trump uh, leadership uh, evangelical for Trump from America and uh, what we do is is the Lord has given me such a grace because I am in my season and and this is the way I can put it Ryan that that you more anointed than other people. I am more I was more anointed than other people I'm not trying to be prideful I just watch just wanted to say because I saw more fruit and results. And and I said to myself one day I said God but this guy is is known is 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 and, and I'm more anointed than him. And the Lord said to me Yeah he's not he's in your season and you're not. So sometimes there are a lot of people that are not known, and they're more anointing the people that they're in their season. But remember when your season comes, that's what the favor of God will be mark you for you to be different. And then you will, God will make you known.
1: And so that goes back to what you're talking about identity. If we're secure in our walk with God and our identity and what God's called us to do, we're not going to worry about who's all anointed around us because my season and my time is coming.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, I know. That said, there are A lot of people today uh, listening to us now, they're saying, I lost my season. Um, I don't have you know i have no hope i don't know what happened but i can tell you right now in the name of jesus you can lose your season but you haven't lost your purpose mm. and and i think everyone in this earth we have missed our season that time of favor that time of open doors that times of 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 open heaven We lost it for some reason, disobedience, or uh, we make mistakes, we make the wrong decision. But today, God is releasing the grace again to enter in your new season. Something good is coming upon your life. And I see a pastor, uh, you pastor a big church, and you've been saying, I I think I'm over. I think I'm not. um, I'm not going to make it. Uh, I'm already going to retire. The Lord said, this is not the time to retire. This is the time for you to refire. And and I see this, Pastor, God is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and power. Uh, a new fresh uh, oil is coming upon your life. And this is the season that God will use you mightily.
1: Apostle, one of the major drawbacks with people fulfilling Everything that God has called him to do is finances, a lack of abundance. Don't have enough money. I am always in need. I'm always in lack. And I, we learned through your book that uh, though you may not have all the finances you need right now, you teach us how to go through that process and trust God for abundance. Talk to the people, if you would, about how the enemy is trying to use your finances against you so you don't fulfill what God's called you to do.
2: Yeah, you know, the reason is, okay, this is a very important question. Um, there are lots of people living for a need, but there's a lot of people living for a purpose. When you leave for a need, just to supply a need, you will always have lack. But the moment you connect to your purpose, see how important it is to know your purpose? Because when you know your purpose, Uh, with your purpose, prosperity come, abundance come. And there's a lot of people struggling in their finances. And as the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. What are those things? Car, roof, food, clothes, anything you need is in your purpose. In other words, God doesn't give you your purpose just for you to feel good. Your purpose, in your purpose, is where the money is, the finances, resources is, and that is the only way you can get into abundance.
1: And you also talk about in your book, you know, there's finances, of course, but then there's health issues that people have, relationship, marriage. I see that a lot in the ministry that how do I fulfill my purpose when my husband this or my wife that or uh, so on and so forth? But you talk about how purpose and destiny is more powerful than any opposition that's trying to come against you.
2: Yes, uh, you know I, I say that purpose is more pow uh, is is more powerful than death. Purpose is more powerful than persecution. Purpose is more powerful than anything else. Why? Because the Bible says. My purpose, not your natural purpose, not your career. God says, my purpose shall prevail. In other words, even against death. I tell my people when we're flying a plane and suddenly starts shaking and we're going through a turbulence and, and, and a storm. And I said, this plane is not going to fall because I'm here and I am in the purpose of God. It's not going to fall. And just to give you a testimony, I was ministering in, in one of the countries in South America, and there were uh, five thieves uh, that, that went after me after the service. I, when I finished the service, they went after me, and they put a gun in my head. They robbed us, and they took the jewelry, the, the watches, everything. And, uh, but at the end of the day, 50 on my team and myself, at the end of the day, they left, but we were alive. Nothing happened. And I told my people, and while I was with the gun in my head, by the way, I was preaching the gospel. This was not because I wasn't doing my, you know, I was preaching the gospel. So uh, the Lord said, uh, I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I haven't finished my purpose, so I can't die. So I knew that because God will protect you. As long as you are in purpose, you will be protected by God. Nothing, the enemy can kill you. It's too late. I mean, nothing he can't do. Uh, sickness can't kill you. Persecution can't kill you. Nothing can kill you because purpose is so powerful, even than death.
1: That's so good. And, and I feel that's ministering to people that are listening that they the hope is renewed. It's not too late. And, and Apostle um, Maldonado, I'd like to ask you one more story about a woman named Susie who was born in Cuba. She was involved with Santeria. Her life was a mess, got divorced. Uh, tell, tell us what happened with that woman and how she went through your ministry.
2: You know, she, it's a long story with her, but at the end of the day, you know, she, You know, in Cuba, there's a lot of uh, witchcraft and Santeria and, and all of that, and after— you know, she began to learn about, uh, she, was in she was delivered, she was healed. She was. There was a lot of issues she, brought, she came with. And after uh, she began to learn about inner healing and deliverance, uh, she discovered a passion for teaching the Word of God. And one of the first deliverance in which she participated, there was a young woman who had once been involved in witchcraft. By the word of knowledge from the Holy Spirit, she knew the reason why the woman, uh, she's still in bondage. And even though the woman no longer practiced witchcraft, she had abortion. She had became pregnant with a man belonging to a hidden religion. And as soon as, as Susie begins to cast out that demon, it manifested in her body with a great force and violence. But God set her free. And today she's happy serving God in the church, and continually bearing fruit in the kingdom. Almost 25 years after Jesus received Jesus in her heart, having gone through a wonderful process of being healed, delivered, and prepared God. So Susie was ordained as a teacher in our ministry. She's one of my teachers, and she's one of the strongest in deliverance. She cast out demons, she healed the sick, and, and she found she found. Her purpose in life. She is a teacher of the gospel, and she uh, is called to deliver the people of bondages.
1: I love that story. Again, uh, another life that was set for destruction by the enemy through Santeria, and a lot of problems and divorce, and God turned everything around because she realized that you know she was in, in sin and in and witchcraft, and, and then she realized she had a purpose, and now her life is changing so many other lives. I just love that. Uh, Apostle, before we pray, there's about nine that you give in the book. If you could give just a few indicators of how I can begin to know what I'm called to do, God's purpose for my life. Just uh, throw out a few, uh, few for us, will you?
2: Okay. Yes. Number one, I would say the indicators of your purpose. This is one my last chapter and one of them, my last chapter in the book. Here's some indicators of your purpose. Holy frustration. Those who feel a holy frustration in the face of injustice, poverty, ignorance, immaturity, sickness, depression, mental illness, um, that can be uh, an indicator of your purpose. Their frustrations is an indication of the true purpose which prompts them to bring positive change to people in society. Number two, holy anger. What makes you angry? What situation do you want to change? Anger turns into a holy indignation when you have an ability to focus that anointing and effort and to deliver those people and bring transformation in your heart. And number three, I would say, uh, what ideas occupy your mind? What your mind is occupied the most? What is the Mm -hmm. thought that your mind preoccupied the most? For example, you always going to, if you call in to be uh, uh, like a preacher, you always your mind is preoccupied in ministering and praying for the sick. And, and, and I can give examples after the examples. And also a particular compassion for others. Um, I think we can learn to discern God's purpose by uh, what moves us. The Bible says, and Jesus was moved by compassion when he saw a sick person when they saw somebody depressed and oppressed, I think it was very powerful the way that they, uh, Jesus was moved by compassion.
1: Apostle, will you pray for the people at home, whatever is on your heart right now?
2: Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, those that are sick in your body, I want you to lay hands on the part of the body that is hurting you. And I'm going to pray for you if you're in your mind, if you feel lonely, if you feel you don't have purpose, I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for the audience today, those that are listening to me. And, Father, I, t- I come in the spirit dimension, and I bind every spirit of sickness and oppression, and I command every sickness every disease, go in Jesus' name. Migraine, there's a woman, migraine is being healed now. Uh, There is somebody with paralysis in your face. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command every sickness, every disease. And Father, I release new organs in your body. Those people that are listening to me, if you uh, one of your organs was removed right now in the name of Jesus, I release new organs in your body. Uh, God bladder, um, uh, flesh bones in your body you did not have because they were removed from your body. Receive it in Jesus' name. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Any people with depression, oppression, anxiety, panic, attack, and, and fear in the name of Jesus, I set you free right now in Jesus' name. Paul, uh, there's a name, there's a, a person by the name Paul. Paul is touching something in your heart, your heart, a heart condition being healed right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Blood, there's a blood condition, condition is being healed right now in Jesus' name. Be delivered, be healed. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you. I release massive miracles. Father, those that need creative miracles, I release angels. The angels of God remove God right now. I release them to bring organs in people's body in the name of Jesus now. Be healed. Be delivered. And, Father, I pray for every person right now to receive and their eyes be opened for 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 you to uh, reveal your purpose in them. Receive. Your eyes are being opened. And today, as you read the book, as you go to pray to your home, God will reveal your purpose in them. The, the purpose of your existence in Jesus' mighty name. Be delivered, be healed. Amen and amen.
1: Amen. I felt that. And you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our guest, Apostle Guillermo Maldonado. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special resource.
0: Did you know that you were created for a purpose? I'll tell you something no matter what's your age, you, you could be six to 99. And most believers go their whole life and they don't even know what their divine purpose is. But that doesn't have to be true for you. It's not what God wants. And once you know your divine purpose, you will never go back to the way you used to live. God told Apostle Guillermo Maldonado to write his new book, Created for Purpose. To share the revelation he received concerning how to know your destiny and calling. He also wrote a brand new book, Stress Free Living, to give you specific steps to lead you into stress-free living. Even doctors tell you stress is the major cause of most diseases. You get rid of stress, you get rid of most diseases. Additionally, Apostle Maldonado created an exclusive CD entitled, Nine Ways to Know God's Will, just for a supernatural audience. Call now for Apostle Maldonado's brand new books, Created for Purpose and Stress-Free Living, and his exclusive CD, nine ways to know God's Will. Do you realize that if you follow these nine ways and enter God's will, you achieve your destiny and you will be the happiest person on earth for an investment of 29 US dollars? To order, call one 800 447 2697 Once again, that's one 800 447 Twenty-six ninety-seven, or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's s-i-d-r-o-t-h.org. Apostle Melanotto's brand new books, created for purpose and stress-free living, and his exclusive CD, Nine Ways to Know God's Will. Offer number nine six eight five. For an investment of 29 U.S. dollars, be sure to ask for offer number 9685. Once again, that's offer number 9685.